Welcome to the Furniture Artist Podcast, where Erin shares experiences, adventures, and challenges in the furniture artist life. If you love brushes and paint, and furniture is your canvas, you're in the right place. Now, here's Erin from the Bowtie Treasures Studio. Happy episode number eight. This is Erin, and we are off and going into our next topic, and that is community. Are you part of the community? Do you know how you would define a community? Let's talk some time, or this time, about what community means to me, how it can mean to you. Maybe you're starting early in this journey of furniture art, or maybe craft art, or home decor, whatever it might be. Let's talk about community, and I think I'm going to continue this topic in at least one or two Maybe more episodes next. I'm going to start probably bringing in some guests and talk a little bit more about this because I think it's a pretty big topic and it means something to different to everybody, maybe a little differently, meaning we could all define what it means to us differently. If you look up what community is, a couple of the key things that I pulled out of the 1828 Webster's Dictionary was two words, and that was interest and enjoyment. And with both of those, they came with the word common. So common interest, common enjoyment. I think those are the two root key ingredients in a community, that there's an interest that ties everything together, and you enjoy doing it. Because if it wasn't enjoyable, I don't know that you would consider it a an enjoyment. For example, a... Uh, We'll just say a riot. I mean, there might be common interest there, but I don't know if there's a common enjoyment. But the interesting, when I look at the word, typed up on my screen, if you will, the word community, if you could change just a couple, maybe one word, one letter, it would be common unity. So community means common unity. So tying everybody together. I asked some people uh, what it meant to them. And Melissa from the Top Drawer RVA, wording she used was a like-minded tribe. You hear that word a lot, tribe. I think part of the the tribe word was used a lot because I think for a while Facebook was even penalizing people from saying group, like join my group. Tribe's a great word though, because there's common, there's a family atmosphere involved, if you will. Sometimes you can call yourself a family because there isn't common commonality that ties everybody together. Doesn't mean there's always enjoyment, right? We all have those family members. There's some several things that should exist in a community, though. And I've just listed off quite a few, actually. The first one I put down was positivity. There's no community, enjoyment, if there's not positivity. It doesn't mean that there isn't constructive criticism or it's just the positive, it's a welcome environment. It's very absolutely necessary to have positivity. I think once there's negativity, there's tension, strife, you know, the list goes on. Nobody wants to be part of that. Encouragement. I feel like encouragement is more of a, uh, if we were playing a sport, it's more of the offensive action. 
you're moving down, you're moving forward. Encouragement is not a defensive action. So you're going about proactively encouragement. So you're going out of your way, if you will. Honesty is an interesting word that I have on my list. I feel that honesty oftentimes is lacking. It is difficult. It is possible to be positive and not being honest. If you told somebody they look fantastic or they look good today or that hat looks really nice on you, are you paying a compliment that is superficial or is it truly honest? Do they really look good in that hat? I think we oftentimes pay a compliment or pay some encouragement. But sometimes I wonder if we actually are really being honest with that person. If you were to tell somebody that's the best piece of furniture I've ever seen, is it really? So sometimes we might fudge things a little bit. We we're trying to build somebody up. But be careful that you're not losing the encouragement and positivity to the honesty. I think you need to be careful on how you're honest. You don't want to be what we call brutally honest. Because sometimes you might say, I think this is a really nice piece. If you and then if they ask for do you what would I should I do? Or if they ask, how could I have made it better? They're asking for criticism and help. That's different than you say, I like your I like your furniture. It's not my style. I could do better. That's not there's no honesty there. You're wasting time. So honesty is an interesting word. Because sometimes uh, we're trying to help somebody, but uh, we're not really giving them the best kind of help. Collaboration is another word on my list. Collaboration oftentimes means that you're working with other people in your common interest community to accomplish a certain goal. And oftentimes, I would say, me asking you for advice is a form of collaboration. I'm trying to get this done. I could use some help achieving it and wouldn't mind your feedback. The two of us together are probably better than one person by themselves. So there's collaboration. What would you do differently? How can I make this work? What do you suggest? So you're working together. So I think it's important to be open to collaboration. If you're open to it, you'll probably seek it more often too. Culture is a word I wrote down because I think culture has a, um, a meaning that's quite broad, but you can have a different culture in different groups. You might have a, a culture of collaboration. It's very evident that you're a collaborative group, or it's a very positive. It might be a culture of fun. It might be a little bit more reserved, but sometimes the word culture is used in the community environment. I think it's important to ask yourself, do we have a good culture? How would you define that culture? Helpful, I probably have already used the word, but it is one of my bullet points. Helpful is a great word. If you are going to be positive, do it in a helpful manner. If you are going to be honest, do it in a helpful manner. If you are going to be hateful or not helpful, really doesn't exist in that common unity. Motivation. 
Have you ever come across somebody who's kind of stuck in the mud or they're just a little down? They've gone through a rough spell. Maybe they've been sick for a while. Uh, Finances are tough. Family times are hard. You know, we're in the middle of winter, whatever it might be. They just need some motivation. And it doesn't mean that they need to uh, be aggressively motivated. Hey, what are you working on? Is a a good way to ask a question. I'm kind of down, not really working on much at all. Well, you should pick up a brush. You should give it a try. I really like that one piece you did. You should try that again. Aim them, almost like target them to success. But motivation is oftentimes a requirement and needed element in a community. The next one's kind of funny because it goes with the last bullet a little bit, but it's a little bit more uh, humorous. But sometimes we just need a good kick in the pants. You know, sometimes um, someone needs encouragement. And I mentioned that early on. Sometimes they need to be, they need a hug. They need a, a group to come around them and just listen and help them through this tough time. But sometimes the human nature is to be lazy. I think we should admit that once in a while that we're just stuck because we just like being lazy. And sure, we deserve it. But if you're in the business and the furniture artist life, sometimes you just need a motivation and a kick in the pants. Uh, Sometimes if you have a booth or maybe sales aren't where they need to be, you're not making the profits you need to be, maybe you're just not seeing the, the fact that you just need to work a little harder. You just need to do a little, you need to do one more piece a week. You need to get through that last piece that just really kicked you and you feel like you're the worst artist in the world. And you just need to, someone needs to tell you, hey, don't worry about that. Don't worry about the net negativity. Let's move on. Let's, let's focus on what we need to do. I think every community needs also some energy. And I will say that not everybody has to offer the energy at the same time. If the group is nothing but energy, I think it would be almost just noise. Sometimes you need that two or three people who just know how to light up the room. And then sometimes when they're down, you know how to pick it up, take up the slack, and provide some energy. Maybe you have the creative ideas often that can help the group have a little fun. And sometimes you know when fun doesn't need to happen. But I do believe that there needs to be a level of energy. For example, if you're in a chat group, let's say, with other community artists and nobody's talking, I think the group needs some energy. Maybe come some creative ways to say, hey, Every Monday, let's do the following. That way we all have, we start kick off the week with a funny joke or a a quote or something that just kind of gets the chat going again. It doesn't become a rumor mill as much as a motivation and encouragement, collaboration, positivity, whatever it might be. Have someone maybe designated to push that, that aspect as much as possible. Have you thought about goals? Like what's the goal of your group? or your community, if it is to add some fun to our boring lives, if you will, well, maybe everything that's put through that group hits that goal. If someone's starting to put in negativity and, you know, hey, did you hear? And, oh, that's horrible. Oh, I don't like that person. You know, next thing you know, the energy's gone. We're not hitting our goal. And uh, communication's down. We're not collaborating. You know, next thing you know, there's not much honesty. You know what I mean? So you might think about what are some goals or find a group that helps you hit your goals. 
If you have a team, a group that you can be transparent with, say, I need to sell more furniture or I need to be more creative or I need to not do the following. Can you keep me accountable to that? So probably another bullet point that I might add is accountability. Someone who is going to check in on you. How are you doing with that? Are you meeting your goals? Anything I can do to help you with that? And find them some uh, tips and maybe a helpful link or a book or a blog or another podcast, if you will. So that might be something that you might instill into your community. Have you thought about get-togethers? I've been putting some thought to this area a little bit lately on how I can better reach out and collaborate and have a positive group locally. I know a lot of people across the country and around the world, but here in the area that I'm in, uh, there doesn't seem to be enough of the get-togethers. So I'm going to try and make that my goal here in the next few months to establish some of that. And part of this is going to, with my first guest podcast next week, I hope, will be one of those where I can start breaking the ice and getting some get-togethers that way. But think about local retailers, craft clubs, uh, find people that are painting pieces also, uh, maybe have other booths in town or selling their pieces of marketplace. You might find that there's other people who craving a community just like you. And you might just reach out to them, send them a Facebook message or an email and say, hey, how about some coffee? Or let's get three or four people together and let's have dinner. Something like that would be a lot of fun. Just especially if you find yourself that you're stuck in your own little rut, in your own little world, it does help to get together or have a group chat online, create a group where you can all do an audio or um, a video, a Zoom call, if you will. Find a group that definitely understands when most people don't. I will tell you that oftentimes the creative mindset is a little weird. Sometimes we can be awkward, wonky, uh, we can be stubborn, we can be uh, melancholy, we can be uh, almost like go to a cave kind of mentality, I just want to get away, I want to be by myself. Find people who understand that, who can say, we're not going to let that happen, not in this not in this community. We're going to do this, we're going to get together, we're going to have a Zoom call, we're going to watch a fun video together. Whatever it might be, find some people who understand what other are, you are going through and find out what they do to counter the uh, motivation or the encouragement aspect of things. And again, you might say, hey, hold me accountable. Kick me in the pants if I need it. You know, great advice is also important. I don't really have this on my list, but I think about when I say advice, if you're all peers, we've all gone through different things in life. So there's a lot, should be a lot of advice to go around. Be welcoming of it. Ask for it. Reach out and say, what would you do in this situation? How would you handle this? I could use some feedback. Any advice would be great. Those are always great opportunities to help one another. And it, and it may be that you also find a group that's diverse in experience level, from novice to veteran. When you can find a group like that, the veterans can learn from the novice and vice versa because there are certain things that the veterans may not have experience with, maybe how to do social media or how to reach a certain age group that they're not normally hitting, where a new person may not know how to start a booth or sell a piece of furniture or do commission work, that kind of thing. So 
find some group with a great diversity. I'm not suggesting that you find a group of, you know, 250,000 people, although there are those groups out there. It may be that you need someone who meets a lot of these criterias where you can, they're like-minded, they're small enough where it's not a lot of noise, and you don't get overwhelmed with too much feedback, which can also be a problem when you ask for advice and 100 people reply and you're like, I can't keep up with this. So you might have to get a smaller group and start out that way. I think a community should also have a lot of great ideas. Have you thought about this? Here's a board. Hey, I found this Pinterest board with a thousand ways to do this. Well, sometimes you may not be thinking about Pinterest or a blog or a podcast or a website that could help. Again, this goes back to the great advice. So a very diverse group would be very helpful. If they're all people who all do exactly what you do, it may be that could be very much of a one-note group. So be careful about that. Try to find some diversity overall. You definitely want to, at the end of the day, you want to lift each other up and be supportive and uh, make sure there's lots of love in that group. But at the same time, lots of honestly. You don't want it to be fake. Keep it real. And uh, make sure you're you're being trans. I would suggest a little bit of transparency. Uh, vulnerability often ha- times can happen in this situation. Don't take advantage of it. Try to help and build that person up. My suggestion when you are looking for some community aspects. When you find this group, uh, don't look at the group as, what can I get out of the group? You're going to find that you're going to be more successful in finding the community if you go into it with, what can I give? Not in a forceful way, but find someone else who needs something from you. Because you might find that when they start needing that, that that's an area or a void in that group that you could fill. It's just the mentality of it's better to give than to receive, if you will. If you go into what, is this group, what, is, what can this group give me, it's very possible that um, that's not really the culture of that group anyway. For example, giving a compliment, giving a like, giving a follow, those are all ways to give. You're not getting anything returning per se, and you're not expecting it. But it's much better to say, I really like your piece. That's fantastic. When there's no expectation from you, that's a better way to get in than if you just sit around and wait for someone to say hi to you. So think about giving first, and the get will follow. Reach out. Don't wait for the community to come to you. Uh, I've been... I, I, there are times that I wish that I, there was more reach out to my direction, but I'm kind of the odd ball in the group in that uh, it's not a uh, heavy male uh, group. The, you know, the ratio from male to female in the furniture artist community is pretty low. But uh, I've always felt like if I'm going to find that group or community, I'm going to have to go out and find it. Find the people that have that um, like-minded adventure or like-minded passion to do great things or awesome work or creative projects who also have like-minded goals like I want to do this with my career I want to have a booth or I want to sell furniture I want to be an ambassador or a content creator whatever it might be I just want to have fun and be creative what's wrong with that right find the people who like to do that as well you're going to find out pretty quick who those people are, who you get along with. But remember, it's not just a one-on-one. This is talking about communities, multiple people. It doesn't mean that all those people necessarily are in the same community. It could be that you're experiencing the community with individuals. 
but don't hesitate to find that group as well. And I think you're going to find that there's a group, a page, a class, a shop. Maybe you're in an antique mall and you get to know the other retailers and vendors. That's a great place. I encourage you to think about taking local classes where there's crafts or they're painting something. Getting to those people in those small groups is a great way to start. And they're really good social events. I recommend you to give that a try. Look for videos. Look for people who are videoing other people. Start following them. Find out what groups they're in. Subscribe maybe to their mentor groups. A lot of the key artists in this community have mentor groups. There's great culture in those groups. And I would say that every community uh, that you join is going to have different cultures. So you may try a group here, try a group there, and finally you find the one that just fits right for what your needs are. Mentor groups are a great place to go. Overall, don't be shy. You remember we're on a journey together, so you need to find who everybody else, other people going in the same journey. Don't be the quiet one. Don't over be overpowering either. Find where you can fit. Find a community that's strong. Find a community that can help you. Find a community you can be a help to. And I think you're going to find that's a much more enjoyable journey as a furniture artist, painter. Like I said, I hope to have some conversations in the next podcast. I'm already making plans to start uh, talking to some other people about this community discussion, and I'm looking forward to it. I hope you'll stay tuned for episodes to come. Thank you so much for tuning in and talking more about the community here in the Furniture Artist Life. I'm Aaron with Bowtie Treasures. I'll talk to you all later. Thanks for listening to this episode. Be sure to check out our website, bowtietreasures.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, other furniture artists like you can find the show. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.